Welcome, severed friends. We are back for another episode of Busting the Pack. Step inside my walk-in robe and let your imagination run wild. This podcast is proudly sponsored by the WA Magpies Collingwood Supporters Group. Your place to share your personal black and white stories as a pie supporter and, more generally, stories about not giving up or you have a passion project that might inspire others in the gamble of life. We want you to feel a sense of ownership in this platform and welcome any contributions and suggestions by emailing bustingthepack at gmail.com. Each Busting the Pack episode is released via the WA Magpies Facebook, Instagram and web pages on the first Wednesday of each month. In this episode, I share interviews with Collingwood coach Craig McRae and two of their players in John Noble and Josh Dacos after their most recent victory over the Gold Coast Suns, which now gives them six wins in a row and a real crack at finals football. I read an excerpt from the book entitled The Ox is Slow but the Earth is Patient co-written by Mick Malthouse and David Butterfunt, and you can relive the euphoria as the boys sing the song with gusto after I sign off. Also, don't forget we are still accepting submissions for a best story competition called Eyes on the Prize, with prizes of $50 gift vouchers kindly donated by Jim's Pool Services. Well, on with the show. Um, firstly, Fly, how's, how's Darcy? It's pretty dramatic, the hyperextension of the knee. How's he going? Yeah, it did, didn't it? it um, yeah, it's a hyperextension. That's, that's the first you know, diagnosis. We'll have to wait for scans in the coming days and um, work out what that looks like. What's it go through your head when that happens? When you see it like a, such a superstar like him go down mm. like that. Oh, the, it's hard because you you got this you know, care for the player and you see the replay and oh no, I, you know, fingers crossed he's okay. And then there's two minutes to go on the clock and you're trying to manage the game. So um, yeah, just trying to stay in the moment to be honest, manage that moment. Um, but as soon as the moment's finished, you know, just where is he? I want to see how he is. Scans, but any problem, any work from the medicos, or any uh, no, other than just a hop extension at the moment. So, you know, fingers crossed it's a positive result for us. Did you feel like you made, made extra hard work that didn't imply like this mm. goal kicking was mm. a bit wayward and a bit wild and yeah. passion on your dominance? I'm, so, I'm sorry to all our fans at home because <laughs> I don't know how you're feeling because I'm feeling the same. I, I, I just, it's a part of our game, we just need to get right. It's going to cost us. Um, yeah, it hasn't cost us yet, but it's putting us in situations where we're gonna we have to fight every every inch for everything. So um, yeah, we got we got to get to work on that. I don't know if you caught me on the bench. I wasn't too happy at that moment. He, he apologised to me half time because he knew I wasn't very happy. No, I, I just think I met the message at half time. I think we got to value the little things. I just didn't feel like we did tonight. Um, you know, taking the ball out of bounds late in the second quarter, they get a goal from that. You know. Go back and kick your goal checkers. Um, you, know, the, you know, a guy lays a great tackle right in front of me and no one really appreciates it. You know, let's value those little things because 
at the end of the day, this game's about small margins, as we saw again tonight, and we've got to, do, we've got to be good at that. And, Jim, you have been good at that. You've now had, gosh, I can't count them up, but a number of very narrow wins. You've had to defend leads. You've now had to wrestle one back, which must be very encouraging. Yeah, the players just spoke about it in the rooms. There's a, there's a great belief in the group, and there's a, a level of trust that we doesn't matter what situation we're in, we're, we know what we need to do. I, yeah, this is a different version of the others. The others was hanging on. This one's a, well, we're a couple of goals down now. We, we better get to work. And again, we've got things we want to do to execute, and they, they just delivered on it. And certain individuals like Nick and Josh Dacos were pretty special in those moments. And uh, yeah, no, I'm really, I think that's a, a part of the group that's starting to believe. Yeah. Just, like, just on Nick, what did he have? I didn't. I didn't. Okay. Yeah, that's not bad, is it? Yeah, 22 and a half times and stuff like that. I mean, just how much of a talent have you got there? Yeah, he's an exceptional talent. Like, um, yeah, he's in his first year, and like, yeah, they put Holman to him in the third quarter to try to stifle his influence, and um, the game was there to be won, and we thought we'd move him forward, um, and then you put him into a role where he just. Yeah, the players were talking about it. He went into a stoppage and then started to organise others. And he's in his first year. But, um, no, we're, we're really lucky, lucky to have him. He's, he's an exceptional talent, no doubt in that. And he obviously seems to have that really solid connection with Joss as well. I mean, there was a couple mm. of moments where he was sitting at his brother for dollars. Yeah, his brother, I reckon, has been calling for the ball off him for a long time. Um, he just sees him. I think he sees the game. It's one thing that really stood out about Nick when he first started. We just do some decision-making in close and he just sees things others don't see. He's an elite decision maker. Um, this, I guess finally in terms of the form, like six in a row now, you've sort of you've moved up into that sixth spot. Like is it just a case of just keeping on keeping on, like not getting to yeah. yeah, pretty much. Like a, we're process driven, we you know, this game is so close. Like you, you see every game, you know, bottom eight beating top eight. It, it's it's small margins as we said. We we can still afford to take our eye off the ball and getting better and it's been our motto all year, let's just get better every day and we get back to work Monday and take on the next opposition. I spoke about it doesn't matter who we play, we want to play a certain way and yeah, we'll get a chance to do that next week too. Thanks guys. Brody Majacek here spitting some truth. When I heard the busting the pack intro theme song for the first time, it fired me up so much. Now I want to listen to it before I go out and do battle for the Mighty Pies and bust some packs for real. Check out the podcast of the WA Magpies Facebook and web pages. Go Pies! New venue, new beginnings for the WA Magpies. The Herdsman Tavern is the new venue for the WA Magpies in 2022. You can find the black and white army in the sports bar, screaming at the big screen for all the Collingwood games this season. Their friendly management offer game day selected drink specials and provide a range of $19 meals, which includes a selected pint. How good is that value? And the always entertaining margin tipping competition when the final siren is about to sound gives the winner with the exact game margin a $50 BWS drink voucher. Tickets are only $1. In addition, there is a prize of a Meat Lovers Paradise $100 voucher given away when a raffle is held. 
Collingwood have a new coach in Craig McRae. A host of exciting young players, including Nick Dacos joining his older brother Josh through the father-son rule. Having the pies royalty of the Macedonian marvel, Peter, as their dad. Not to mention all the players who bleed black and white for the jumper. With two wins from their first three games, here's to new beginnings. John, we get over line by five points here on the Gold Coast. Uh, how are you feeling in the dying stages there? Um, weirdly enough, pretty calm. Um, we've been in this situation a couple of times this year, obviously, with some close games. Um, <clears throat> and I think, you know, just in, even in our review just then, we've got a lot of trust in our group at the moment. Um, everyone believes in each other. And, yeah, it's amazing that we can, we can flip the switch and, and get the job done. Yeah, six on the trot now, and it's obvious that those calm heads have obviously uh, helped that. Um, what do you put down to those six wins in a row? We've come from four and five and now we're ten and five. What's, what's it come from? Um, I think we've built a really strong continuity in our group at the moment with our training standards, <clears throat> um, everyone knowing their role, what they need to do to get it done. Um, and like I said, belief and trust in our system and each other. So that goes a long way on the field. Um, we're a really tight group and we've built a really strong culture since... Our new coaches and, and players have come in. Um, we've tipped in pre-season, and like I said, our training standards have really grown the last few weeks. Um, and yeah, it's um, paying dividends out there. And for you personally, uh, you probably wouldn't know, but AFL play rating system uh, ranked you as career best game tonight. So congrats on that. Um, you found yourself as a medical sub in round five. Um, what have you done in the past, you know, couple of months to get yourself back in the team and like shining? Um, yeah, well, I think, sorry, uh, yeah, getting well, dropped or, or back to Medisub, it's left a sour taste in my mouth. Um, but um, I think those sort of things sharpen you up a bit. Um, and Lepa, Lepa's been massive for me with looking at things from a different angle. Um, he actually showed me a poem which resonated strongly with me, not just as a footy player, but as a person. And, um, yeah, I've just gone back to work from what I know that I'd, I bring to the table and my fundamentals and, and what fly and... The rest of the coaches believe in me and um, yeah, I think I'm just, I'm taking each week as it comes and um, yeah, just putting the work in each week. Give us a little insight into the poem, what's it all about? Um, oh, it just, it's, it's about habit, um, creating habit and you know, habit can, can be good, it can be bad, it can give you success and can give you failure so um, just sharpening that habit up with whatever you want to do in life and for my footy at the moment it's being consistent, making that habit, um, and yeah, just tick along each week. Excellent, John. Well played tonight, and uh, get the four points. It's happy days. Thanks, guys. Josh, what a win, mate. Uh, how do you feel? Oh, awesome. I think, you know, all the boys putting a lot of work throughout the week. Um, this is what we come to enjoy, the three hours uh, on the weekend. So it was an awesome win, um, fought back really hard. And yeah, thinking of Darcy, uh, yeah, also. Did you wrap your arms around Darcy when you came down uh, and sang the song? Yeah, for sure. It was awesome that um, yeah, the boys waited for him to sing the song. It was awesome to have him in there. He had a super game and yeah, fingers crossed um, with his result. Talking about super games, mate, you were unbelievable out on the wing. Um, that goal late in the last quarter was phenomenal. Um, How did you feel when that went through? Yeah, awesome. I guess 
um, as a group, we had so much belief in that last that um, we've been there before and we've been over the last month really good in uh, late games. So, um, yeah, when I got the ball, I kind of pretended as if I was going to kick it to Ollie Henry heading up, but I was always going out back. So it was good it went in or else I might have caught the spray from him. Oh, and the Pies fans, they went absolutely mental. Um, and they showed out in force here over the last two nights, open training in tonight. Uh, how was it walking around the boundary after the win and uh, getting into them? Unreal. It's been um, cool coming up here and seeing them around Broadbeach and around our hotel. And like you said yesterday, coming up here uh, for the open training session, seeing such a great turnout, um, regardless of the conditions um, and the weather. So it's been awesome to have them up here. And without them um, up here tonight, I'm sure we wouldn't have got the job done. And your brother racked up uh, 37 posses. <laughs> he just keeps doing what he's doing. Um, how have you imparted your uh, game onto him? Yeah, he's been awesome. Um, I've loved watching him play this year. It's been awesome to play with him. Um, and he's growing each week. And uh, as a family, we're so proud of what he's doing and the way he carries himself. Um, yeah, and he's been an awesome teammate this year. Awesome stuff, Josh. Well played um, and enjoy the win. Appreciate it. Thank you. An excerpt from The Ox is Slow, But the Earth is Patient. In Mick Malthouse's words, Overcoming my own adversity. Everyone has a start and an end point. This is no truer than for the career of an AFL footballer. When he begins, the young AFL footballer is starry-eyed and excited about the future. He can sense his dream becoming reality and he wants to jump straight into it. By his mid-twenties, the footballer is well established within the ranks of AFL players. He has achieved his vision of playing footy at an elite level and perhaps, if he's lucky, he's already had success, be it personal or team triumph he still has a desire to play on. By 30, the footballer has virtually reached his peak. His career is not over, maybe not for some years, but at this age he starts to feel vulnerable. This is when he needs to begin looking beyond football to a life outside of the game. But many don't. The thought of it all ending is too frightening. When someone is scared or faced with a tough situation, too tough sometimes, to contemplate overcoming it, they can tend to stand still. This will never fix the problem. It's in times of adversity that we need to stand up and keep moving. It is in this moment that we must do what has to be done to get through the rough patch. And this is usually all it is. To advance beyond the difficulty and progress. Are you having trouble getting that sparkle back into your pool? Jim's Pool Care can help out with any pool problem. With just one call, Jim's Pool Care mobile pool shops will respond to any pool equipment problems. We can repair or replace all leading brands of pool equipment, such as pumps, chlorinators or automatic pool cleaners. So if you're thinking pools, think Jim's. Call 131 546. Need it done, Jim's the one.
or Google Jim's Pool Care and book online. So until next week, feathered friends, always remember passion, persistence, perspective. Thanks for listening. Dr. J. Out.